this is the 20th episode of Kimchi Slaps by Your Funny Unme, where I tell you what slaps for the week. And let me be honest, there are a lot of things I want to kimchi slap the shit out of, and not in a good way. <laughs> I'm so sorry that I've been、um, dropping the ball on keeping up with the podcast. My mind has been everywhere. Normally, I'm a bit of a, I don't know, a head case to begin with. Anxiety, depression, you know, trauma, childhood trauma that sticks with you forever. But、uh, lately, it's it's on a new level, and I've been trying to manage it.、Um, I、uh, I've talked about this a little bit. On TikTok, but I did receive a death threat.、Um, in I've I've gotten like comments that were like a death threat, but not directly. Like you know, misogynistic men writing shit like, "Oh, someone needs to kill this bitch," whatever. And it's not like I haven't heard. Stuff like that before, especially being online.、Um, but I received a direct message from someone I don't know with clearly a fake profile photo that just wrote out, "I will kill your children."、Um, anytime anyone brings up my children, it instantly heightens. You know everything in my body, because TikTok, social media, whatever—these are all a part of my life. But my children, my family, my husband—they are my absolute everything. And、uh, you know, I feel like there's a general rule. That you don't come after someone's children, like basic human decency, right? And when that gets crossed, I just, I just see red. And I know most likely it's probably some little racist white child, but I can't be a hundred percent sure, right? And. Recently,、uh, with Mama Todd losing her son, and I'm sure you know. I don't know if any of that is related to her social media presence.、Uh, I hope it's not. I mean, none of it is good. Like, there's there's no reason she should have. She should be missing her child, right? But it's awful. It's awful. And、um, on top of all that, I've got her fans. Or I mean, her fans are another level. They're like a cult. I think they have to have this belief that Mama Todd is their pure. Angelic person that can do no wrong, and that's actually too much to put on anyone. 
if you actually care for someone, you would not be putting that kind of expectation on them because nobody is perfect. We're all flawed, as I've always said. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's been really disheartening for her followers to come at me and say, you know, on a, on a Durian video that she had made long before any of this happened, this tragedy struck her family. And I knew, and I knew what happened where they would look at that old video and say, oh, you're going to, you're going to um, talk about her in this way when she just found out her son is murdered. It's, and the people who say this, they know that video was made a while before any of this was happening with Mama Todd. Because the day that Mama Todd shared her personal grief, like literally just an hour later, I'm not even kidding, these people came on my old video to shit on me and guilt trip me about her son's passing. And that kind of behavior is just the so grotesque. I can't even... I can't even uh, put into words how angry that makes me. I wanted to make a condolence video, but I didn't because I didn't want it to be taken as that I'm trying to. I mean, they always accuse me of this anyway, cloud chasing, whatever. So I can't even express condolences to her. Um, and, you know, I will in privately, but not publicly for that reason. It's, it's so aggravating. It makes me so blood-boilingly mad. <laughs> um, so I haven't been able to um, keep up with the podcast as much as I would like. And I wanted to apologize for that because I know y'all have been subscribing and I appreciate you so much um and I for that reason I want to make two podcasts this week and I want to show you that I truly appreciate you um I would not have made it I don't know how many I know it sounds redundant but I really I want to emphasize that I would not have made it as far as I have without your support you keep me sane because this stuff is hard nobody nobody teaches you how to navigate the space you know I'm just a mom and the burbs that stumbled onto TikTok while I was dealing with COVID and not getting stage time and uh, I didn't ever think I would have a following to even say that I had a platform um so yeah I'm just living my daily life you know I'm I'm momming hard <laughs> and making TikToks when I have and they're very time consuming to make because I know if I slip up and say uh 
something wrong. It's not, there's a different standard for me in how I will get punished by, you know, public scrutiny because I am a woman, because I'm an Asian woman, you know? So there's tremendous pressure to make sure that I don't fuck up in how I say things, that I don't leave room for the racist, for the misogynist, for the just deplorable human beings that will just come at me for even no reason other than what I am. So I have to at least not let it be my words um, that I say what I need to say accurately. And that's a tremendous amount of pressure that I feel. And there's no nobody telling you how to do this right. Or it's only my own sense of um, what I'm doing. I constantly question myself, my intent, you know. I swear more than any other person because I talk to other creators and it's it's um, I feel like I'm on a different level of self-doubt even though what you see on the other end may seem like confidence before I put that video out there's a lot of doubt there's a lot of um, self-questioning why I'm doing what I'm doing and I always go back to I'm still here because people tell me I say what they're thinking that they feel the way I do that I'm not just this um, person speaking for myself only if, if it was that it wouldn't be worth doing but I have young people write to me every day that they feel seen heard that I give them confidence for you know standing up for themselves and I didn't have that um, when I was young so I I and motivated that someone else in their youth can feel that from me because I didn't get that I didn't have any adults around me speaking up I watched my parents get stepped on get spat on get shitted on you know and it's it crushes you as a kid to be a witness to that to witness people who you think, you know, that you look up to. So, that is what has kept me going. And I won't back down. I won't let them win. Sorry, that's just... I'm getting a message. <laughs> um, anyways, uh can be on this journey with me um, and be and I thank you for your patience it's really hard to manage having like a real life and then having 
this other, you know, projection of who you are. And it's not, there's no way that what you put out on social media can be completely who you are. You know, it's impossible. It's like, it's like when you read a great book and they can't, as much as they try to capture the whole book, there's no way that it can translate, you know, into a movie in full capacity. I bet. I'm feeling that really a lot right now with Pachinko. I, I, I'm so thankful I read the whole book. And I'm watching the show and it just... It's good. The show is good. I can honestly say it's beautifully crafted. It's well thought out. And I can see the choices that they make. It's hard to, you know, translate everything in the book accurately. But it's just not not the same, right? And in social media, you just get a fragment, a fraction of who I am as a person. people think just based on that that they know what I'm about but those of you that have followed me on TikTok but also seen me in my lives and also um, listened to this podcast you get a better full picture of who, who I am and and you've stood by me for the, the reasons that you know that I'm a real person that feels a lot um, is trying to manage all my emotions. And I thank you for standing by me and seeing the complete picture of who I am. And what I try to say and what, what I fight for. Sometimes, you know, I don't even feel like I'm doing enough. I see other creators who are actually out there protesting and, you know, putting their physical bodies into it. And I feel bad that I'm not, you know, out there doing the same. I don't think ever that I could be doing enough. Um, but I do what I can terms of, you know, having the voice to say what people like me are thinking. And there's not, I know there's not just me. A lot of people relate to what I'm thinking. And that means so much to me. and downs um, I was dealing with all this but I was still at tennis and wine camp thank God and uh, my husband had gifted that to me for um, our anniversary July 2nd it's our dating anniversary slash you know it, we don't really do gifts anymore it's all trips because that's what we time time with each 
each other, time with our community is what we treasure the most. So our gifts are usually just, you know, vacations together. And um, my husband doesn't really know. He knows about the death threat stuff, but I don't go into all the details because I don't want to burden him. Um, but I, you know, he knows that I reported to the FBI and stuff like that. And he has no idea how much the stuff weighs on me. He, he's like, I mean, he'll, and he will openly admit it, which is what I love about him because he's not someone to be like, feel this way about that. Don't do this. You know, he's not, he's, he will openly be the first person to say, I have no idea what that feels like and, or what you're going through, but I am here for you. Like, tell me what I can do. That's honestly the best support I think someone can give to another person. If you don't know what, what something is like, just say that. I don't know why in our culture we can't be honest about how we lack. You know, it's not a fault. It's just you don't experience that, then you don't know. I'm very, and that's why, you know, I can't sink too horribly into whatever spiral. I always am able to, at least for the most part, get myself out of it because I remember, okay, this is, I have an amazing partner in life who grounds me, picks me back up, who shows me, you know, the reality of what I actually have is phenomenal like my partner who who treats me with equality (laughs) and it's so sad to even have to brag about that because that should be the basic the minimum for everyone but I know so many friends who don't have that in their life and I feel bad for them that they can't be true to their partners. Ugh. So I'm I hate praising him because I'm always telling him, you know, just because you do the the right thing doesn't make you a better person. It's what you should be doing, just like I'm doing. But his gender really sucks, so <laughs> I don't, I try not to say men are trash, especially because I have a mother of two boys and I don't want them to ever feel like, you know, I don't want to manifest that into their <laughs> life. But, ugh, the sap. Sometimes really takes my disgust for misogyny, for racism, for. It just the shit people say when they think they have anonymity is mind blowing. I I remember um, I listened to this 
girls. And the writer was Lindy West, and she was getting hated on so much by this one guy. And she finally, I don't know how, but reached out to him and said, you know, I need to know, like, why you hate me so much. Like, I'm honestly now at this point just curious, because he was saying the most vile things about her dad, her personal life. And I think her dad had passed, and so it was just striking her in a way that no other troll had gotten under her skin. But somehow they connected, and he, you know, he decided, he agreed to talk with her, and they, I think, recorded the conversation, and he, he said, I am so sorry. Uh, you came into my periphery at the worst time of my life and I just could not fathom how you were joyful and you know Lindy West I believe is a plus size woman and I think that was one of the things that really triggered him as well and it turned out that he himself was actually a plus size person he was hating on himself and he couldn't grasp why Lindy West was a happy person. And, you know, she's very well accomplished writer. In addition to being married to a wonderful partner, um, plus size and proud of it, you know, and he just couldn't wrap his brain around it. And that's why he hated her so much, this man. Because he wanted what she had, which was real happiness, an authentic life. She was living a fulfilled life. And it triggered him so much for him to write the most vicious things to her and about her, of the people that she loved so dearly. are problematic people with um, troubles that they're projecting their own life issues but it's not okay it doesn't make it okay shit I <laughs> I've lived through hell and back and I have never thought to shit on someone else for my hell you know we need to stop normalizing these behaviors on the internet. Like, oh, internet is trash. That's how people behave. No, it's not okay. I, I, I want to, you know, I reported this uh, death threat to internet crime unit in my state. Thank God it even exists. I hope something comes of this that I can be an advocate for or something. That would be amazing because, you know, just imagining that my children will one day, I know they're going to ask for a phone and be on the internet all the time. I mean, they already love video games so much. I, I can't have them constantly around this behavior, this filth. 
there's gotta be something done about it, you know? Maybe I can, I don't know. It's igniting something in me. Maybe I need to be the one to figure something out that I can be proactive in. <laughs> I. <sighs> Anyways, today is just gonna gonna be a rant session from me. I apologize if this is not what you were thinking the episode was gonna be about. I hardly know what it is I'm gonna talk about until like the day of. It's you're hearing it from me in real time. Today is what is today, June 27th, and. Uh, I'm going to drop another episode this week. I want to finish the book all about love um, because we all need it. And uh, yeah, going forward after the book, I may try to interview people and have real talks. I think perspectives from others might be a good thing. So let me know what you think about that because that's kind of what I'm playing for the future of this podcast and um, again thank you for listening thank you for supporting thank you for seeing me as a person I am much more than TikTok I am a mother I am I'm a human (laughs) and I want decency to other people and I want that from other people to me it should not be an incredible ask you know anyways I hope to be more upbeat in the next episode and we will we will finish that book all about love because we all need to be all about love right (laughs) okay lots of love bye